You are strong. And you are smart. You are capable of doing hard things. Of doing anything that you want to. I wholeheartedly believe that. And I also believe that it is normal to have cravings that you don't feel able to beat. That feel out of your control. Especially cravings for foods that are full of sugar or fat or salt. Those foods taste good to humans. And you're a human. Controlling cravings is not about willpower. It is very much about your mindset around food and proactive strategies that you have in place. And that is what we will be chatting about today. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. I was a sweets fanatic, and I thought that I always would be. I had such a big sweet tooth. When I was teaching, many of you know that I was teaching elementary school for about 10 years before I made this shift into coaching. And when I was teaching, I kid you not, it's so embarrassing, I would look for a kid having a birthday. I would scope out whose birthday it was in the school, and I'd casually walk around at a time where they might possibly be passing out cupcakes just to make sure that I got one. How bad is that? I had no control around sugar. I thought about it. I craved it. I wanted it. And then I found it. I thought it would always be that way. And do I still love a good cupcake? Of course. A good dairy-free ice cream cone? Obviously. But a lot of things have changed since then. What has changed is the way that I think and feel about my own cravings and the way that I eat proactively that helps me to manage my cravings on a regular basis. So I want to share some of those things with you today, both of those, both the power that is in being proactive and the mindset shifts that might help you on a regular basis. Some of the proactive tools sound so simple, but they really can be so powerful. The first one is just making sure that you drink water, that you are a sufficiently hydrated person. Being sufficiently hydrated helps to manage your hunger, helps to keep your mood boosted, helps to improve your digestion, all that good stuff. But if you are hydrated and thinking clearly, that might help a little bit. The second thing is to make sure that you're managing your stress. I know that is easier said than done, but we all also know that cravings tend to amplify with our emotions. So we have to start thinking about what other strategies do we have for managing our stress or managing our emotions. And I'll come back to this one in a little bit. I want you to make sure that you are getting enough sleep. Food is fuel. This we know and this we accept. Calories are energy. So when we're tired, we seek more energy. When we are tired, we gravitate even more toward foods that are energy 
dense, aka calorie dense. So if we are thirsty and tired and stressed out and emotional and hungry, if maybe we haven't had a satisfying meal or a satisfying snack in a while, that's when our cravings start to slip out of control. Am I right? What we eat regularly in our meals matters. We want to make sure that we are eating meals, as always, that contain protein and fiber, healthy fats. These are things that are satisfying to our taste buds and that also leave us feeling full for a more substantial amount of time. We want to make sure we're eating enough. So if we are well-fed, well-hydrated, well-rested, happy-go-lucky humans, Of course, at that point, it's going to be much easier to deny our cravings, right? What also matters is when we eat. So sometimes if we are waiting a really long time between meals or if we've skipped breakfast or if we've hit some sort of afternoon slump, our energy levels can be really low. And this is an opportunity to refuel ourselves, refuel ourselves with breakfast in the morning, have a healthy, balanced snack have something in the afternoon when we feel ourselves getting tired if we need an energy boost at that point. And that might help us to manage some cravings too. But not always, right? Sometimes the cravings are still going to come. And when they do come, we can run through that mental checklist of have I eaten a meal? Am I hydrated? Etc. But sometimes there are other mindset shifts that we can have in place, other ways that we can think about food and cravings that might help us to tackle that craving when it does eventually show up. So in addition to learning to care proactively for my health and nutrition, in addition to that helping to reduce those sugar cravings, I found that there were three really big shifts in my mindset, changes to the way that I thought about fun foods and the way that I thought about treat foods and the role that they have in my life that really helped me to feel more in control. And I would really like to share those with you. I hope that opening your mind to some new ways of thinking about fun foods or our favorite foods can help us to feel more in control around them. The first thought that I used to have, and maybe you have sometimes too, is I want this because I'm stressed. We know that food is fuel. Food is not an emotional solution. And I know that that is sometimes really hard to hear. It's hard for me sometimes still too. I want to eat this because I'm stressed out. Oh, I'm super stressed or I'm really sad or I'm really emotional right now and I just want to eat this. They call it comfort food for a reason, right? The old mindset is I'm going to eat this because I'm stressed. Our new mindset needs to be something along the lines of I'm stressed. What can I do to reduce my stress? Because I tell you, if we um, are super stressed and we eat half a tray of brownies, the stress isn't going away. Now we're just stressed and full of brownies, right? We need a different solution. What else can we do? Can we go for a walk? Can we write in a journal? Can we pick up the phone and call a friend? Play a favorite song? Change our scenery? Make a pro-con list? Is there something we can do to manage our stress or emotions that is not related to food? Yes, food can be enjoyable, food shows up at all sorts of fun times, but it's not really a solution to our emotions. The second thought that may have crossed your mind before like it's crossed mine was, I've been really good, I earned this. Have you ever thought that before? Maybe the idea that like, I've eaten really well all week, now this weekend I have 
earned these fries and beers and cake. Maybe another way of thinking of it would be um, rewarding for um, behavior or rewarding for having accomplished a task. You know, I finished all the work I needed to do. Now I'm eating chocolate. It's this idea that food is some sort of reward. And I want to go back again and say, food is fuel. Food is not a reward. You get to eat food, good food, food that you like, food that you enjoy, whether you've finished your work or not. You get to eat food and good food that you enjoy, whether you have eaten french fries in the week already or not. At the time of this recording, today is National French Friday, so clearly they are stuck in my head. But anyway, you get to eat food that you enjoy any day or any time that you want. There is a lot of research showing us that over-restriction also leads to over-indulgence. So what I mean by that is if we do not eat foods that we enjoy all week long, when the weekend comes, we may have feel may feel like we have earned those fun foods or those treat foods and that we're ready to go bananas over them. If we instead eat those foods a little bit at a time, or we eat those foods um, not at just special occasions or when they've been earned, we just eat them, you know, a little bit of chocolate on the side of our fruit at nighttime whenever we want it, or some french fries on the side of our salad whenever it sounds good, we're able to keep those cravings a little bit in check because our body knows that um, we can get them anytime, not when they're a reward. We really want to take this idea of like earning food or treating ourselves away and replace it with treating ourselves in a different way that have nothing to do with food. So think about, you know you, think about what do you like to do that makes you feel good, that treats yourself, that you can earn, that has nothing to do with food. Have you worked really hard and you're just going to take a break? Have you, have you earned some rest or some relaxation or a little bit of pampering or a little bit of self-care or some fun time with your partner or with friends? Is there something else that you can earn or treat yourself with would be something to think about. The last mindset shift I want to offer you is one I think is the hardest, um, especially for maybe generations that are above me or a few generations above me. You may have had this thought before or been told before that if you finish your vegetables, you can have dessert. We've all been told this. We've all said this or thought this, right? I'd be really, I think, hard-pressed to find somebody at this point in time who's listening to this who has not heard or said something like, if you finish your vegetables, then you can have dessert. We're kind of trained our whole lives. I was, you were, the person, the generation before you, the generation before you, kind of trained to give fun foods or less nutritious foods a place on some sort of pedestal that I really don't think they deserve. If we can only get to dessert when we finish eating all of our nutritious food, doesn't that put dessert up on a place just out of reach and nothing else is as good or as admirable or desirable as that dessert up on its pedestal? When we eat fun foods in moderate or reserved amounts, but regularly alongside a meal, before a meal or before a vegetable, it takes a little bit of that um, 
forbidden, desired feeling away from them or out of them. And I want you to pause and and just take note with yourself right there if that idea makes you uncomfortable. If the idea that you could eat your chocolate alongside your dinner makes you feel a little bit nervous, or if the idea that you are going to eat um, something sweet before your meal, if you're going to eat French fries on a Tuesday, okay? Take note of that feeling because maybe you have the mindset that um, fun foods are supposed to be some sort of reward or some sort of forbidden fruit. That puts them in a place where we want them, right? And instead, if we can take the dessert off the pedestal and put it back among the whole spectrum of food, it takes a little bit of its power away. And then it puts you in control as the person of deciding when you're going to um, eat that fun food and when you're going to pass on it. And by doing that more regularly, I truthfully believe, and there's, there's also not just my opinion, again, this is not just my opinion, but there's research that really shows that it in a way desensitizes us to that food that we might be us- usually used to craving. It takes a little bit of its power away. Food is fuel. It can also be fun. It can be delicious. I'm a big foodie and I'm right there with you. You can hear the way that I talk about chocolate and french fries right now, apparently, right? I'm right there with you that food is also fun and delicious. But I truly believe that we don't need to give food a place in the universe that it doesn't deserve. Food is fuel. Food is energy. Food is delicious. And we as humans can make the choices about when we are indulging or engaging in different types of foods and different types of eating patterns. But really, I think what matters is listening to our body, being knowledgeable about what we're putting into our body, and then listening to how our body responds and how it feels when we eat it. And I think that those combinations of truthfully understanding the power of food in our body and then giving our body um, the, the space to decide how it feels about that food is the best way to take the control out of the food and give it back to yourself. I talk about this often with my coaching clients. We talk a lot about combating cravings, about managing hunger, about finding um, enjoyment in food and finding enjoyment in nutritious food on a regular basis. So if you're looking for any kind of that support, those resources, individualized um, support for your health and wellness journey, I encourage you to go to bewellwithstuff.com slash work with me, book a discovery call. Let's sit down and allow you to share about some of your struggles when it comes to mindset shifts and cravings and building balanced, nutritious food. Share with me your thoughts. I'll share with you what I do as a coach, and we'll see if we might be a good fit for working together and helping you to manage your cravings. Because my friend, it is not about willpower. You are strong. You are smart. You are capable of doing hard things, of doing anything that you want. We just need to make sure that we have a mindset that encourages us and strategies that support us. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, 
I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.